so I literally cannot believe I am back randomly um here at Ingrown Folks Business you know it's hard being someone who has a lot to say but but wanting to be intentional about what I say um and I just really have not felt inspired by the pandemic and um by injustice and by day-to-day life you know it's been a real wreck honestly the country is in shambles um and i am a part of that shamble (laughs) and so it's been hard to decide what i should be talking about when i should start talking again if i have anything to say and really i've had nothing to say because there's been so much to take in um however i decided that this this conversation right here was something I was ready to, to discuss for sure and it's something I want to discuss because I I see um I see how big of an impact is having on our culture how big of an impact is having on you know families and friendships and and whatever it's it's really becoming something that is unavoidable to talk about we cannot continue to avoid the conversation um and so I felt like I wanted to be a part of this conversation I really feel like um it's easy to pick sides it's easy to pick sides and it's not so easy to look at it for what it is so i'm glad you tuned in to today's episode i hope you enjoy it like always please leave me feedback um my email should be you know attached to this episode um and just always give me feedback i'd love to have a conversation i'd love to hear opinions um but without further ado let's get started let's get straight into the conversation thank you guys for joining me again So let's talk vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Um, Besides Mr. T-R-U-M-P, this conversation has really been a huge divider of the country. Um, it, I, I feel like it's the biggest besides him, you know, um, since, since I've been an adult, um, it's becoming something, it's becoming an issue that has now surpassed parties, right? Usually there's more of a democratic uh, uh, leaning of, of, you know, tilting of the scale. And there's a Republican tilting of the scale. And I feel like on both sides, there's, there's a lot of uh, mixing, you know, and it, it's not so black and white. And I think that one of the reasons that is so is because this specific issue directly affects every single person who is agreeing with or against the issue. Does that make sense? I feel like a lot of time in America, I mean, and I'm sure other countries, but I'm American, so I'm speaking as an American, there is a lack of education reading, learning, and listening that goes into policies and that goes into laws when those policies and laws don't directly affect the person voting. So for example, people who maybe feel like they will never have the need to have an abortion in their life, maybe they feel as though that's not their path, it is easier for them to vote 
against abortions after six weeks because that does not directly affect them. So it's easier for them, which, you know, it's, it's kind of gross, but it is easier for them to say, this is not my problem. So I can pass off my ideologies on you. It's never going to affect me. Right. Vaccines are not that way. This issue specifically affects every single one of us, period. Whether we get it or we don't, the, 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 the entire issue affects every single one of us. And so I feel like that is why there is this huge, 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 huge continuous conversation because people are really worried about themselves. Um, it's funny because it's, it's a little... It's a little telling of where we are uh, as a people and as a nation, because now that this, now that something is directly affecting you and me and my friend and my cousin and whoever, now we have all of these opinions. Now we're really into, I want to do the research. Now we're really into, I want to learn the effects, right? But we don't, are, are, we, are we really putting that much into things that don't affect us? Are y'all really looking into, you know, abortions and what that does, you know, when you force a woman to have a child, when you force a woman to have a child without a father, and when you force a woman to, to have a child without being able to provide? Are we doing the same research into those kind of things that we're seeing happen right now? No, because it doesn't really affect us. So that's the first thing that I noticed that I found kind of interesting. And I feel like it's something we need to take away, which is we need to be thinking researching, you know, trying to understand whatever, to all issues, to all issues, not just the ones that directly affect us. Of course, of course, you're going to care about yourself. Of course, I want you to care about yourself. But I want us to find empathy as well. That's the first thing. Second thing is when we have this huge divide, I'm noticing that a lot of people are lacking the understanding of duality. Two things can be true at one time, right? I feel like everything, you know, besides how I feel about my God, but everything else to me is very, there's a lot of gray in everything. Most things are not black and white. So I feel like because everyone wants to be right, because everyone wants to be heard, we are in a space where we are neglecting the idea of duality. And multiple things can be true at once, right? So at this time, in California at least, you will be fired um, for most jobs in October, especially working with the public, if you are not fully vaccinated. So they're giving us quote unquote time, you know, to do that now in September and make sure that that's done in October. Otherwise you will lose your job. Now, a lot of places allow for a religious exemption or a, uh, you know, a, a health exemption, but not everybody does. The uproar is, how can you tell us that we have to do something to our bodies 
to work here. So I want to start with the anti-vax side. And, and you know, I, I want to make this clear. A lot of people who are not into or interested in getting the vaccine are not anti-vax. Not everybody's anti-vax. A lot of people have their own reservations about this particular vaccine and are not anti-vax. So I want to start there. And I want to start from that perspective, the perspective I've been seeing a lot, the perspective I've been reading about a lot and hearing about a lot. I have heard a lot of people who have been worried about the time, the rollout time that it has taken for this vaccine to be administered to us is too quick. It's too quick for for a lot of people. It's too quick. How could you perfect this? How could you make sure this is safe? How could your clinical trials, you know, have proven that this is safe? How, how, how it was too fast. That's what I'm hearing a lot of. When I first made the decision to get vaccinated, that was something I definitely did consider as well. Um, However, well, well, let's, let's stay on the side of the people who don't want to get the vaccination. Let's, let's stay here. So one of the concerns is the rollout time. Another concern is, like I said, uh, in cahoots, in cohorts with the rollout time, the ability to properly conduct clinical trials because the timing is so short. There's no long-term effects. You know, we don't know anything past a year, really. We we don't know. Um, I don't think that that's an invalid concern. I don't. I don't think that that is something that is laughable. There are a lot of things in regards to science and the way that biology works and the way that your body works that have been laughable, but that is not laughable. I think that that is really a um, understandable and realistic concern. Another concern that I've heard a lot of, especially for black and brown people, uh, but especially black people is we don't trust the government. And I don't think we're wrong for that either. I, I, I don't think that that's, that that's really um, such a black or white area. I think, it, I think it makes sense to feel kind of uneasy. Now, while we know that this is a vaccination that everyone is getting, that white people are getting, that white people are rushing to the ghetto to get, honey, okay? They are coming to the hood, especially in the beginning. They were all over Los Angeles, Pasadena, uh, you know, uh, everywhere. Everywhere where people don't jog in shorts at 6 a.m., that's where they were to get the vaccination. To me, that kind of said to me, it can't be that bad, okay? But I will say that I do understand our mis- our, our distrust in the government. So that's another thing, right? And then I think another thing that, that's really under attack right now is autonomy. And this is, this is the biggest hill <laughs> that the people who are anti-COVID vax are dying on that I understand. I do think that it is scary. I think that, 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 that we're looking at it, a lot of people who are pro-COVID vax are looking at it from a very uh, what's the word? Kind of like 
pinpointed view, right? Looking at it as though, no, we are in a pandemic. People are dying. Americans are dead. You know, people have lost jobs. There will be no social security, quote unquote, because of all of the money that's had to come um, in the form of stimulus checks. You know, I, I think people are looking at it from that real pinpoint of point of view. And so we got to save lives. We got to get the economy going. We got to do this thing. But I think that the people who are not so pro-COVID vax have a point. I do think there is a point to be made in it's scary realizing that at any time your autonomy can be stripped from you, right? Because one day you just wake up and it's mandatory to do something to your body. I I think there is a point to be made there and I don't think that it's so silly or whatever or or so black and white that it's like yeah but you just got to do it to save lives no i think i think that if you really sit and and think about that that is a valid concern because it was like that we were living our lives in 2019 you know we haven't had a, a a huge outbreak like this and forever most of us have never seen it um or or experienced it in this magnitude in our lifetimes And we were just going about our lives, doing whatever we wanted to do to our bodies, doing whatever we didn't want to do to our bodies. And then one day somebody says, you have to do this in order to provide for your family. You have to do this in order to provide for yourself. You have to do this in order to survive. I think that that's worth mentioning. I I do. And I do think that it takes a different kind of perspective to be okay with it but I don't think that it's wrong to not necessarily be on board with it immediately right so we have the 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 conversation of you know being worried about the rollout time how quickly it came out we have the issue of worrying about how thorough are the clinical trials and we have the issue of when am I going to be able to go back to the days when I can do what I want to do with my body. I don't really think those are invalid. Now, science is saying, you know, this is how vaccines work. We had a faster rollout time because we had more people funding the vaccine. You know, we had more people pushing to get this out. You know, there are people investing. You know, of course, there's there's a greater need and a, and, and a greater, you know, they're saying all of this. They're, they're saying all of this. I get it. I get what they're saying. I hear what they're saying. I can also hear, though, how it sounds like they're saying what we need them to say. Okay? You know? Because at the end of the day, the facts remain. Okay, maybe that is why it came out so fast. There was a lot of funding. There were more people invested. Okay, maybe that's true. But what's also true is there still is not enough time or has not been enough time between the first vaccination ever given and, and you know, now and five years out to figure out what it could do. That's also true. That's also true. There's duality here. There's duality here. Okay. I want to make it clear. I am not really in the business of telling people what to do with their bodies. And so it's very hard for me to tell people to get vaccinated. It is. It, it is. I understand the benefits. 
understand that the risks may outweigh the benefits. I get it, but I'm not in the business of telling people what to do with their bodies. And just like I'm not interested in telling people, you know, to, you know, stop having abortions after so and so week. I'm not, I, I don't feel comfortable. I also don't feel comfortable telling people to put something in their bodies. I don't feel comfortable. And I feel like people should have the autonomy to choose whatever they want to put into their bodies. If we get to a space where people cannot put whatever they want to put in their bodies, I think that that's something that we really should start talking about. I really do. I really do. I know this seems like a very pinpointed situation. This seems like a very different situation. This seems like I get it, but it, it but it does raise the question of if we can be mandated to do one thing to our bodies, we can be mandated to do anything else to our bodies at any given time. I, I do think that's worth mentioning. I'm not on either side here. I really don't care. Um, personally, for me, I got vaccinated. I got I got the first dose of Pfizer uh, back in April, and I had an anaphylactic reaction to the vaccination. So I started, you know, my throat was itching and burning and, you know, my throat was kind of closing up, but I didn't really realize that was what was happening. <laughs> I actually thought that um, this was a part of, of the symptoms, you know, because people say, oh, you get sick and, you know, you may not feel well, you may feel under the weather, hee ha hee ha. So I thought that that's what I was experiencing. And then the next day I started to get like these little bumps in my body. And... um and, and then I was having trouble breathing. But again, it, it wasn't like I need to go to the emergency room trouble breathing. It just was like, huh, I'm not breathing so well. And I assumed that I was anxious because I was anxious about getting the vaccination. I was, I, I was, I had been on some conspiracy theory pages. I'm not going to lie, the night before. And I was a little anxious. So I, I just chopped it up to, to anxiousness and side effects. And well, I actually was having an allergic reaction. And the bumps are really what told the story because eventually, you know, the throat closing went away. Um, glory be to God, because according to the CDC, most people who have that reaction that I had um, and, and are experiencing anxiety along with what they're having, the throats will close immediately. So thank God that didn't happen to me. But now I can't get the second vaccination because it will be worse. This this is what my pharmacist is telling me, my doctor is telling me, it will be worse. You have to decide if the risks outweigh the benefits. You know, do you feel like getting the second dose and potentially having your throat closed is better than getting COVID? That, that's what it comes down to. However, because my reaction was like that, they would want me to be monitored and, and, and get the vaccination in the hospital. I say all this to say, I am not, so pressed when other people say that they have reservations because my 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 experience wasn't the best either moving on when we talk about people who are pro covid vaccination we are talking about people who are looking at a picture that they feel is bigger right so to the people who may be are not into getting the vaccination. They're like, the bigger picture is getting our autonomy stripped away. The bigger picture is we have to do whatever the government says. The bigger picture is blah, blah, blah. For people who are pro covid I feel like they're also feeling this way. They're feeling like, no, do you get the bigger picture? We're, we're contributing 
you know, uh, to society in, in a beneficial way. We're saving lives. We're, we're getting back on track. We're getting the economy going. We're, we're allowing ourselves to be free again. We're allowing ourselves to get back into work and, and to gyms and to grocery stores without masks. And I feel like they're thinking as well that this is a really big picture, a bigger picture than what people are anti-vax see right? So nobody really sees themselves. That's, that's my mom's favorite saying. She always says that when I'm in a fight with someone or when somebody annoys me or somebody annoys her and we feel like they did us wrong. And her favorite thing is nobody sees themselves. And she includes us in that. You know, you, you could have done something, but you don't see yourself. And so that's kind of how I feel about this situation. I feel like nobody really sees themselves either. Um, but moving on. So yeah, so I feel like there is a bigger picture that that people who are pro-COVID vax are seeing. And I think that some of the benefits that they see that I've heard, that I've you know discussed, that I've actually been a part of because again, I'm not really anti-anything. Um, I, I, I'm more pro-vax than anything, but again, I, I also do believe in the autonomy of people's bodies. I do, sue me. Um, so some, some of the benefits that people see who are pro-vax are, again, being able to go outside again, being able to get the economy moving, saving lives, keeping people safe, you know, not worrying about the ICU beds, you know, keeping the numbers down. Those are really good things. Those are really good things. I don't think that anybody's wrong, right? Now, let's let's point out some things. People who are vaccinated still can get COVID, and still can pass on COVID, right? This is also an argument that a lot of people who are not into getting the vaccine are arguing. Why do I need to get it if y'all are still getting it? Y'all still getting the disease, the virus. You guys are still getting it. You guys are still passing it along. You guys are still suffering. Why do I need to get it? Well, the proof is you will more than likely suffer less, right? You're going to suffer. Most likely you'll suffer. Now you might be asymptomatic, but you might not. If you're not, you're going to suffer, but you're going to suffer less. And that's really the point. That, that, that's really the point. That's really how our, our, you know, building immunity works. Nobody is saying that, you know, they are hoping that, you know, you never get anything ever again in life. What they're saying is it won't kill you. That That's the hope here. The hope is that if you do contract it, it doesn't kill you right? And then the hope is that you're less likely to give it to someone else. That That's the hope here. So while I understand the argument, people are still getting it and vaccinated, people are still getting it, but people are living. People are living. You know, the number is very small of people who are getting it and who are alive. I mean, dead. <laughs> the number is very small of people who are getting it and who are dying very small. It's almost not even existent. Okay. So I think that there is something to be said about duality. As I, I, I wanted to start the conversation by providing both points, because again, I don't think anybody's wrong. I don't think anybody's wrong. You know what I do think is wrong though? What I do think is wrong. And I, and I wanted to get on here and denounce this as soon as I can. I do think the Dr. Umar thing pieces are wrong. Okay. Stop getting online and saying dumb stuff. That really pisses me off. Stop getting online and saying that the government has fermented milk for three years and because they fermented milk for three years, 
they got this vaccination from the fermented milk of the cows and it's going to kill you in five months. Stop saying stupid stuff like that. I get so pissed when I see that online because any misinformation is dangerous. Let's make that clear. I don't care what we're talking about. Any form of misinformation is dangerous. Stop saying stuff. Stop saying stuff for the sake of saying stuff. And stop saying stuff with the intention of scaring people. Allow people to do their own research. And I, and I, and I want to say something else. When we're talking about research, we are not talking about, you know, an excerpt in People magazine. That is not research. We're not talking about excerpts in Teen Vogue, okay? That, that's not research. Research is not going online and reading from a magazine. That's not research. I don't want to hear you talking about you read time. That's not research. You need to go online. You can go to Google and you can look for peer-reviewed journals. Peer-reviewed journals. That's research. That's research. Look into viruses. Look into vaccinations. Look into rollout times. Look into clinical trials. Do your research with people who, who have really done research. Okay? The person who's writing for People Magazine and Time Magazine are sitting in their drawers at home socially distanced with a bowl of cereal on their lap writing this this is not peer-reviewed information i need you to do real research that's the first thing okay the second thing is you are entitled to do anything you want to do with your body you're entitled to tell people what you think is best you're entitled to tell people what you think is the worst i guess number two is still number one but stop lying about it Stop just saying stuff. Stop just making up stuff. Stop just agreeing with anything that you see. It's amazing. We're like in the Trump era again, where he just said stuff on Twitter and Twitter had to fact check everything. It's like we're back there. There are so many people who I've seen condemn the vaccine. And again, I really don't care because I really do think it's your body, your choice. But stop lying. Like you just say stuff. It's like, oh, you know, uh, Ginger is known to cure all viruses if you rub it on your nose and pat your head four times. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous stuff, okay? And we have to get to a point where I understand, you know, the government is not always in our best interest. I understand. They lied about the food. I understand. They lied about this. I I get it. But at what point do we believe in scientists, right? Because we trust scientists enough to know that, okay, you know, if if I get a mosquito bite, any and the ointment, we trust them enough to know that. So 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 what what do we pick and choose about science? When what 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 are the qualifications? You know what I'm saying? For them to know what they're talking about, and for them to not know what they're talking about. I I'm gonna be honest. Please don't shoot the messenger. I don't feel like doing an hour of research on Google in your pajamas, eating cereal is the same as doing days in and days out of research. I just don't. I 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 don't. Sue me. I don't feel like that. Okay. So do whatever you want, but please do thorough, actual research. Please stop reposting things that you don't know to be true. Please stop acting like people who study science don't understand science. You know, please, please don't, please don't make TikToks, you know, duet and you duet with the doctor and you're saying stuff about pumpkin seeds and how pumpkin seeds will stop, stop doing that. It's ridiculous. Okay. It's ridiculous. Moving on. However, I do think that the biggest thing that we're not talking about here 
is duality. Two things are true at once, okay? There was more funding. There was a lot of funding and a lot of people backing these vaccines. A lot of it was illegal, actually. A lot of it was illegal because they knew it was going to pop off, okay? Because everybody was dying, okay? But yes, there was a lot more people funding this vaccine. And that's how it could get out so quickly. However, it is concerning that we don't have a lot of information on long-term effects because it wasn't a long-term trial, right? Which is usually needed in clinical trials. You usually follow up with people three years, four years, five years. I think a lot of times cutoff is like, you know, three, four years. We didn't have that. That is true, okay? It's also true that it's concerning that there is an attack on autonomy right now. There is. There is an attack. Now look at it, look at it objectively. Okay? Just look at it for what it is. This is an attack on autonomy. When you're telling somebody, they will, you know, be punished for not doing something to their body that is revoking that person's autonomy. It is. So while there's that happening, there is also the fact that if people get this vaccine, it has been proven to significantly lower the effects of the virus and keep them alive. Both are true. Okay? All of these things are true at the same time. And I think what what, what my biggest, the biggest thing that I want people to take away from this is Allow people to make their own decisions. Allow people to make their own decisions. I'm always going to call out people who lie and go on the internet and say stuff that doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm always going to call out. Please don't be an idiot on the internet around me because I will say something. But if people are not being idiots on the internet and saying stuff that they read on the back of a Trader Joe's bag, they should be allowed to make up their mind. They should. They should. They should be allowed to make up their mind and decide what's best for them and their family and their health and their mental health. They should, period, about anything, about anything, even even things like eating healthy. You know, what are you going to do? Put a gun in somebody's head and tell them they have to eat an apple? People should have autonomy to do whatever they want to do. Even God gives us autonomy, right? Even God gives us autonomy. That's why we're allowed to sin. You know, I'm not going to get too churchy because I don't know who's listening. I'm sorry. But if you if you do believe in God, then you know that you even have autonomy in a spiritual realm. So who am I to revoke somebody's autonomy? That's crazy. People should be able to make their own decisions. And that goes for both ways. If you want to get vaccinated, please stop saying you look dumb. You're going to grow a left toe. I mean, it's a little funny, but but after a while, it's, it gets old. Okay? Everybody should just be able to make up their own minds. The second thing is we should be able to understand that everything is not black and white. We live in a world with billions of people, with billions of ideas, mentalities, understandings, emotions, and everything is not black and white. And even the facts are looking a little gray sometimes. You know, no no, no thanks to the CDC. Let's be clear. It's going to take a long time for them to restore, to, to have their faith, humanity's faith restored in them from this from this pandemic. They, they really will because they just say things and then they are not sure if that's what they meant. And so then they take it back. Still. Okay. I, I just really want to emphasize how important it is. 
everyone should be able to have autonomy over their own bodies and choose what they want to choose. And we got to stop acting like the world is black and white. It's not. Because if we want to be honest, even the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, you know, they were having a lot of conversation about the rare blood clotting that was happening in women. You know, the number was small, but it was happening. And the thing is, a lot of times, you know, here's another another part of duality here. We're saying the number is so small, but in order for the number to be small, it has to be somebody, right? The number can't just be small from nothing. So if the number is extremely small, somebody is affected by that. Somebody is that number. Somebody is that number. And, and in reality, the number could be anybody. You know, just because it's one in a thousand, you know, somebody has to be the one. And I, and I understand people not rushing um, to potentially be the one. I get it. So with that being said, I just want us to accept the duality of, of everything in life. If that's the only thing I can leave you with is to understand duality, to understand that so many things, but especially two, can be true at one time. You know, I feel like we still have the orange man in office, the way everybody's just acting and just erratic and nasty and saying it's just crazy. And I really want us to just hang it up flat screen. Okay. Like in more than Nicki Minaj, hang it up. Let's figure out a way that we can have a better discussion. Because like I said, I don't want to shy away from the conversation, but I want us to figure out how to have it in a healthier, happier, better way. You know, present research to people who are interested in it. Don't present it to me though, because... I already been in my mind, but present research to people who want to know, you know, have, have conversations, have rebuttals, have, all, have it all. Let's figure out how to get into a place where we can stop all the drama, the arguing, etc. It's old. Also, before I leave, I want to say mask up. Okay. If you don't want to get the vaccine, the least we can do for each other is mask up. Masks have been proven to be effective. Um, they have been proven to decrease the potential of transmitting and receiving the virus. So just do it. Just mask up. I know autonomy, you know, here's the time again. I don't want to wear something. I don't want to have to wear, okay, wear it in the store for 20 minutes. Get in the car, take it off. You're not going to die. Nothing's happening to your blood. Wear the mask, okay? There's something to be said here as well about learning empathy. There are so many people who are learning empathy. We are learning. It is important to not just take care of yourself, but to take care of other people. And while you may not be sick because you have some ginger tea, maybe you're asymptomatic. You ever thought about that? Maybe you are sick. Maybe you have been sick and you're asymptomatic. And now you're passing it on to granny because you feel fine. So let's mask up is the least we can do. And let's continue to show each other love. This has been a really tough time for everybody for everybody no matter what you think no matter what you don't think feel it's been tough and we've all had to learn to adjust most of us have had to change how we feel about things most of us have had to do things even though it went against our feelings and we're all in a really big rut so let's just practice kindness move forward move on and mask up okay okay said i just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in i know somebody's gonna be mad i know it honey i know i did my best to 
not get too crazy on either side because that's kind of how I feel. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. I know somebody will be mad and you know what? It's okay. I feel like this is a really big conversation and I'm just one person and I, I definitely cannot summarize the feelings of everyone. I can only summarize the general of what I see. But if you have any comments or questions or concerns or you want to tell me something, honey, about your side or whatever, you can always reach out to me. We are in grown folks business. That is the point. The point is for us to have the conversations that are uncomfortable, have the conversations that people don't like having, and figure out what's best for us, figure out how to move forward in a healthy, happy way. So with that being said, like always, stay up, stay blessed, and stay in grown folks business. Bye, everybody.